0: Ever wonder why luxury hotel mattresses are so dreamy? It's because those hybrid mattresses combine both comfort and support to make you feel like you're sleeping on a cloud. With Dream Cloud you can get a luxury mattress made with premium materials at half the price of traditional hybrid mattresses. DreamCloud combines the perfect blend of comfy memory foam and supportive springs. Comfortable sleep is about more than just the mattress you sleep on. And that's why every Dream Cloud also comes with $399 in accessories. Plus, get $200 off... A 365-night home trial, free shipping and returns, and a forever warranty. Go to dreamcloudsleep.com today. Blog Talk Radio. And thank you for tuning in to Destiny Talk. Today we're going to be focusing on being refined, allowing God to purge us from where we're at to where we need to be, allowing God to minister to us. Being refined, it takes a shifting that has to occur in our life. And a shift takes planning. It takes um, in order to achieve the desired result. So we have to allow God to speak to us, to give us a vision of what he is desiring us to do. To be refined is to shift, to change, or to replace by another, to change places, a position or direction, to change gears or movement. So if you're going to allow God to refine you then you have to be able to adapt to change. You have to be able to allow God to to shift you into the new direction. We don't want to take the old man with us, but we want to take wisdom with us. We want to take peace and understanding and knowledge and wisdom with us. Being refined means that the old man must die. This is the man that relates to bondage, lack, depression, and oppression. So as we begin to look at our lives and we begin to see the things that we relate to, we begin to see the things that we cling and we hold on to, then that's what we need to be refined if it's not according to the will of God, if it is not what God has destined for our life. And in Psalms it says, 25 Psalms, the meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek he will teach his way. We have to allow God to teach us the ways of him and the vision that he has for our lives. Now, we can definitely go into the negativity of our lives and find millions of things and reasons for why we should not. But if we go to the word of God and we seek his face and he begins to tell us in Psalms 37, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his ways. So God is saying, I've ordered your steps. I know the path that you should take. I created you. So ask me the directions. Ask me what you should be doing, and I will answer you. And as, and, and as Jeremiah 33 says, I will show you things that you do not know. So how bad do you want to be refined? How bad do you want that old man of poverty and lack to go away? How bad do you want your new direction? How bad do you want change to come? Now as we begin to go into Malachi and we begin to see that God is talking and he's letting us know that in the process of being refined, there's a lot of things that must take place that he has to purge us. Step by step, he has to direct us, cleanse us from the old way of thinking. How bad do you want to be changed today? We find out that the Jews begin to doubt God in Malachi. God's covenant, God's love, no longer trusting his guidance, his justice, they begin to lose hope. And when we look around the world, it's so easy to lose hope, it's so easy to get discouraged. But God is saying I yet have a plan and they just they just begin to do things that was lawless and, and God began to just wonder what what are y'all doing? What's going on? What are you thinking? Because you know better, you know the ways, you know the ways that I have taught you. And then the Lord said, You know, I will come as a refiner now who can stand in the day of that refining? Who can stand the refiner's fire that God Has in store, and we have to change the way that we're thinking. We have to be in the right place for that refining to take place. God is holding everyone accountable for his or her actions. He's letting us know that what you do, you are accountable for it. The decisions you make, the places you go, the people you talk to, you are accountable for whatever it is that you do in your body. Now, the Bible says that I will a messenger who will prepare the way before me. And he's saying, I'm gonna send somebody that's going to encourage your hearts, that's going to a vision, that you have to share, that's going to let you know. But the Bible also lets us know that the the way we speak has to change because he held in chapter two the priests accountable for what they were saying across the pulpit. He held the priests Accountable for what they were teaching the people and he began to let them know that for the lips of a priest ought to be preserved knowledge and from his mouth men should seek instruction because he is the messenger of the Lord Almighty but you have turned from the way and by your teaching have caused many to stumble you have violated the covenant with Levi says the Lord God Almighty So I have caused you to be despised and humiliated before all the people because you have not followed my ways but have shown particularly in matters of the law. So God is saying whatever comes out of our mouths, we are accountable for those words, whatever we preach, whatever we teach, whatever we believe. So as we go into it, we have to begin to accept change and what God wants to do in our life. So as we're held accountable God is saying that we must begin to speak the words that he has for us. We must begin to speak the wisdom and understanding of God. Now, in Isaiah, the Bible says that we should come and reason with God. Once our eyes are open to our faults, once our eyes are opened to the problems that we're having, we need to sit down with God, repent And acknowledge that we have fallen short of who he is. And he said, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best from the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword, says the mouth of God, So God is letting us know, I'm here. I'm waiting for you. I want you to acknowledge what you've done wrong, your thinking, your decisions, whatever it is. Repent. Let's deal with it and let's move forward. Because I am the God that created you. I don't have the God doesn't have the time to sit there pondering on our mistakes. He wants us to repent and he wants us to move forward. He doesn't want us sitting there wallowing in our lack, wallowing in our irresponsibilities. But he's saying, okay, you've made the decisions, you've made bad choices. Repent and let's move forward. And then in moving forward, we have to acknowledge the enemy in this. And we have to let the enemy know that, okay, I lost focus once before. I was able to, you know, be distracted once before. But I'm not going to allow you to do this to me again. I will receive my inheritance. I will get to my destiny. How bad do we want to get to our destiny? How bad do we want to be blessed by God? How bad are we determined to get To Where God has promised us And we have to get there by faith Faith you make mistakes Faith you misunderstand But faith is things That you don't see Faith is the substance of things Hoped for and the evidence Of things not seen So as we begin to repent, we come to God and we reason with him. And we let him know that we've messed up. You know, we let him know that we acknowledge where we went wrong. And then he said, I will reason with you. I will sit and I will talk to you. I will begin to give you the directions for your life. And even in Isaiah, when they begin to lose sight of God, he said, I don't want your... Sacrifices, because they're coming to me meaninglessly. you everything you're doing is a form of, of, of worship that is not from your heart. It's coming to me because you're knowing that this is the right thing to do. I should go to church on Sundays and Bible studies. I should lift my hands when it's time for worship and sing songs and cry you know and look the, the part. But God is saying, I don't want you to look the part anymore. I want your heart filled with what i am trying to do i want your heart filled with the passion of who i am in your life and that's where the refining comes in at because the passion is restored the passion is placed in your heart and you begin to see the vision more clear you begin to see the purpose of god in your life how bad do you want to be refined by god and can you stand the refiner's fire you know And as we began to move forward, the Lord, you know, he's saying, take courage. Take courage and he will strengthen your heart. So being refined, he's got to continuously strengthen you because it's going to drain you, you may feel a little worn out, you may feel like I can't take it anymore, why am I going through this, because you don't see the vision, because you don't understand the purpose, because you don't know your destiny, you feel defeated, you feel like God is not there, but if you get into the refiner's fire, and you begin to allow God to minister to you, and you begin to allow the Holy Spirit to put the comfort of God in you, and the vision is Clear and you know what God is doing, then you're able to go through. Then you're able to stand strong and be with God during this time of change, during this time of transition. We want to be a part of that remnant that God uses, but you have to be a part of the refining remnant as well because that remnant has been refined. That remnant has been encouraged by the word of God. That remnant has sought the face of God. That remnant has began to stand up to the enemy and let the enemy know that I am am an overcomer, that I have authority to trample over all the snakes and serpents and to overcome all the powers of the enemy. And I know that nothing will harm me, even though it look like it's harming me, even though it look like I'm defeated, I shall not be defeated. Because I serve a God who's saying to me, you shall and you will overcome. And if I resist the devil, I know that he will have to flee from me. That is the remnant that your mouth saying I want to be a part of, but you have to be refined to be a part of that remnant because that remnant is not going to be broken very easily that remnant when the enemy comes to attack they've already seen the worst of the refining they've already been through it so they're like I'm going to stand no matter what they're saying to themselves the word of God is the only thing I have they're not resorting to depression they're not resorting to running into a hole but they're standing firm on the word of God and they're believing what God has to say concerning the right now prophecies, the right now time that God is in. God is in a time where he's refining the church, and he's taking the church to another level, but only those who want to go will go. Only those who will stand the fire will be able to move to the next level, to go beyond the veil, to break the barriers that have held us from getting to the next level in God. It's not about the hollering and the, the running and all those extra things that we do to show that we're serious because God says in Isaiah, those things have come up before me and I'm not pleased with them. He said, but I want a pure heart. I want somebody who is sincere with what they're doing, who has a passion for what they are doing. Those are the people that God is looking for. He said, I just, I can't take it. He said, they have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even if you offer many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right and seek justice. God is saying, let's turn from all the rituals. Let's let the religion go. And let's seek the face of God in fasting and praying. Let's seek the face of God in, in honesty and in truth and in spirit and in truth. You want to be a part of that remnant, then you have to be refined. You want to be a part of the the signs, wonders, and miracles, then you have to die. There's nothing that is going to keep you from being that way if you are determined to be that way. You will be refined and God can use you. So open up your heart. Open up your mind into change. And once God begins to refine and purge you, he will begin to use you in the platform that he has designed for you. And he will begin to allow you to Speak from his heart and the prophetic gestures that you use, the prophetic words that you use will be a right now word for the people of God and God is listening to everyone crying out to him right now and he's seeing the tears of everyone that's going through. But there has to be a time of repentance. There has to be a time of acknowledging the things that we have done. There has to be a time of prayer and fasting and purging. And coming before God, not with petitions, but with praise, not with complaining, but with worship, acknowledging who he is in our life, giving him glory and honor for what he is about to do. Prophetic gestures are what God is about to do, not looking at where we're at right now All the time But believing God for the vision That though they slay me Yet I'm going to trust God Though I'm unemployed I know a job is coming Though my bank account is empty I know a deposit will be placed in my account Everything that you do Prophetically has a gesture to it You have to believe God by faith We walk by faith And not by sight What is the vision God has given to you to hold on to no matter what? Is it a ministry? Is it a singing career? Is it instruments? And you don't see the way. You don't have money for instruments. You don't have money for singing lessons. You don't have money to to rent a ministerial building. But God is saying, don't look at your right now. Because when I'm done refining you and fine-tuning you inwardly, Everything else pours outwardly And everything else will begin to move Our hands are anointed Our our movements are anointed Our vision is anointed Everything we do for God is anointed But we need the manifestation of that anointing We need the manifestations of the blessing Of the vision And how do we get that? Through communicating with God Step by step what are we to do We have to listen to the voice of God It's not about the extra stuff, but it's about the communication with God. You want the manifestations, you have to pray and fast and seek the face of God. You have to communicate with him. You have to begin to seek his face. Moses constantly talked to God as he was going out into the wilderness, leading the children of Israel out, constantly having a conversation with God, constantly listening to the voice of god you know and then when we go into the new testament the disciples they constantly listen to the holy spirit constantly the angels appearing to them getting them out of situations instructing them on the next episode of what they need to do giving them specific directions peter has specific directions when he had to go to cornelia's house peter has specific directions whenever he healed and touched so we have to be able to communicate with God. It's not about just getting to church on Sunday and hearing a good word or getting a word of knowledge from someone, but it's about the word of God. It's about understanding your creator and the purposes of why he placed you here. What is your destiny? What is God? What has God called you to do? He says in Isaiah, come, let us reason together. That means come and talk to me, and I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. I'm not a God that's going to put a mystery out there and never tell you about it. I'm not a God that's not going to reveal the things of heaven to you. But he's saying, you know, I want to do these things. I want to show you who I am. And I'm going to send the messengers out that love me, that's going to worship me, that's going to put my name out there right. And as God used those people, we'll begin to see the shifting, even the more in everyone and not just in those specific ones, and the day of the Lord will come when we will all begin to worship him in spirit and in truth because religion will be knocked out of the way. Formalities will go out of the way. So whatever we're going through today, we need to seek the face of God. We need to ask God as we're working, what is it, God? Speak to me. Give me directions. And we need to just begin to worship him. Let's get back into worship. Let's get back into laying on the altar and seeking the face of God. Let's get back to prayer, not just church introductory prayer and the, the um, ending prayer at the end of service, but actually spending time with God, actually talking to God, not complaining to him, not putting all the decrees and bombarding heaven with them, but actually talking to God. Listening to him Communicating with him And we'll begin to see our lives change As we open up our spirit to God As we begin to allow God to move Because as we go higher And in different levels of God We begin to see techniques change As to how we communicate When we first started out We may could cry to God And he would answer But then as we mature in God It takes a little bit more to move God Because he don't want us in a pattern of we thinking that we know God. So of us thinking that we know God. So as we begin to open our spirit up to God, he will begin to open up to us and he will begin to communicate with us. Not only do we have to trust him, but he has to trust us with his most valuable information that comes down from heaven. So as we're being refined, As God is renewing our spirit Let us stand in the refiner's fire Because the outcome would be more than you could ever expect The refiner's fire seems like it's the end of the world It seems like it's the worst place to be Like you're in a wilderness with no water But the sun is beating down on you And the desert is dry And there's no livestock for you to eat There's nothing around you to talk to And you feel like you're all alone And you're crying out to God for help But the wilderness experience is a time where you and God get to know each other, a time of isolation where there is no one else there, where where God wants to only communicate with you so he takes everything else away from you and he begins to allow you to trust him. And then you begin to cry out to him in tears and say, God, I only have you. God, if you don't give me an answer, then I won't get an answer. That's when he can begin to purge you. Because now you are acknowledging that he's the only source. But as long as we have other avenues, we can have a plan B, C, D, and E. But when God is your only plan, when God is your only resource, that's when you are able to stand the wiles of the enemy. That's when you are able to go to the enemy's camp and take back what he's taken from you. That's when you're able to stand in the refiner. Because now you know God's presence now you know who he is in your life now no one can tell you anything but to trust God and you know that truly you will be able to trust God so as we begin to go into our new year as we begin to go into what God has called us to do we are able to just begin to seek the face of God And don't look at the refiner's fire as a death sentence, but look at it as a purging of a new level. Look at it and say that once I'm done with my tears, once I'm done with being put to shame, once I'm done with people looking at me like God has left me, once I'm done with even me looking at myself like God is done with me, I will come forth as pure gold, and I will see God in a new level, I will see God for who he really is in my life, which is my God. Because we know God on the surface, but there's another piece of God that we need to get to know. There's another piece of God that's yearning for us to become closer to him, that's asking us to seek my faith and to learn the ways of God. So are you discouraged today? Are you just, you know, thinking that this is it? That there's nothing else But instead of saying this is it negatively Say this is it positively This is it devil I'm not going to let you defeat me anymore This is it devil I'm not going to let you take from me anymore This is it devil You're not going to make me depressed You're not going to have me defeated You're not going to have me looking at God Like he doesn't care about me This is it I will change my way of thinking, and I will decree in my life, and I will make things happen by speaking it into existence, and I will cast out the devil, and I will begin to remove those demonic things from my life that's keeping me away from God. And once you begin to do that, once you begin to stand firm on the Word of God, and once you begin to let the enemy know that nothing will separate you from the the love of God and from your destiny, That is when you will begin to see things change That is when you will begin to see the power and the manifestation of God in your life So discouragement, it has to go Sickness and disease it has to go We decree the healing now We declare right now That by the stripes of Jesus We are healed And we stand on that So no matter what the enemy says No matter what sickness the enemy brings on us No matter what depression We should be able to stand and say By his stripes I am healed And I will not allow the, 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 the stripes of Jesus To be in vain I will not die, but I will live. Amen. And as we begin to speak those words into existence as we begin to speak them into the atmosphere and the words of the demonic forces that are coming at you saying die the demonic words are coming at you saying defeat lack depression but your words are going against the enemy's words in the atmosphere and your words will prevail because you have the word of god your words will prevail because you have faith to believe that the enemy is nothing that the enemy will be defeated that the enemy will Will not prevail in your life And as you begin to decree Those things in your life You will begin to see the manifestation of God You will begin to see God move in your life Do not accept death Do not accept defeat But every day begin to quote to yourself I'm standing on the word of God. The Lord loves me. God will rescue me. He will protect me. God knows my name. He created me. He will answer my prayers. He, he has forgiven me of my sins, and he's thrown them away into the sea of forgetfulness. He will not remember my sins anymore. I am God's vessel. And as you begin to repeat those things to yourself, the enemy has to flee. Why? Because you resisted him. Why? Because you're not acknowledging him anymore. You're not feeding upon his words anymore. You're not having fellowship with the devil anymore. Because whenever we agree, that means we're fellowshipping with the devil, and we've now left God alone. But now we we begin to have fellowship with God, and we leave the devil's negative thinking alone. We leave the devil out there on his own, because we know that nothing is too hard for God. And Luke says in one thirty-seven. For nothing is impossible for God. What is it that you need from God today? What is it that you're seeking the hand of God for today? Let us first begin to repent and acknowledge that we have not trusted God, that we have not sought the face of God, that we have not tried to get into his presence. After we have acknowledged that, we go to God and we reason with him, and we let him know that we love him, we appreciate him, we adore him, and that we we want Him as our Lord and our Savior and that we want Him to guide us and to lead us and that we're going to delight ourselves in Him and that we know that He's going to give us the um, the ways that we should go. After that, then we begin to just praise and worship Him and ask Him to speak to us, ask Him to come and fellowship with us, ask Him to begin to commune with us, and then God will be God in our lives. So be refined, be encouraged, And rebuke the devil.